From Cuba, that's Mi Son with Mecánica de Amor. Jungle preceded that with Beat 5-4, All Good Now, and it was Van William with Never Had Enough of You. You're listening to Undercurrents. I'm Gabriela. Check it out. We've got more great music coming up. We'll hear James Taylor in just a minute. You're listening to KBOO Portland on 90.7 FM, K282BH, Philomath on 104.3 FM, and K220HR, Hood River on 91.9 FM. KBOO Community Radio holds open meetings concerning the operations and programming of KBOO in accordance with the requirements of the Communications Act of 1934 and certification requirements of the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Information about KBOO Community Radio's open meeting policy is available at our website at kboo.fm. Due to the temporary closure of in-station activity at KBOO, meetings will be conducted online via public video conferencing unless otherwise noted. A public link and phone number to attend the meetings are available on our website. The Engineering Committee meets on the first Thursday of the month at 7 p.m. Please visit our website at kboo.fm to verify if a meeting is being held. Hello, I'm your host, Donald Altman, and welcome to Pathways, where you are invited to join us for a visit with leaders in personal and cultural transformation. I've often spoken on this program about how healing and well-being get us connected to the mystery of life and the deeper sense of being that exists within each of us. Sometimes that mystery is found in silence, a walk on the beach, reading a book through prayer, movement, or numerous other means. Well, we all know how easy it is, however, to get stuck in attending to the literal aspects of life. And yes, we certainly need to pay those bills, meet our work responsibilities and deadlines and so forth. But if that's our only focus, we may miss out on a rich inner source of purpose, meaning wisdom that dwells within. This source of knowledge may even guide us, helping us navigate daily life with greater ease and compassion. If you have ever longed for an inner genius who could offer you wise guidance when you needed it, you might be surprised to discover that it's closer than you imagine and that you can access it from within your dreams. To help us explore the subject of engaging dreams for finding wisdom, focus, and purpose is Makiel Clerk. Makiel is a social entrepreneur, licensed mental health therapist, international speaker, dream worker, and published author. As a licensed mental health professional, he has been practicing therapy since 2006. He completed a practicum at at an addiction clinic and for years worked at a residential treatment center for adolescents. He is now in private practice where he helps clients by focusing on dream work, soul work, creative expression, and life situations such as grief and loss. McKeel founded the organization Young Platform, and that's Young, J-U-N-G, as in Carl Young, the Young Platform based on a nighttime dream, and I'd like to talk with him a little about that as well today. 
But this organization focuses on providing quality programs for personal development from a soul-centered perspective. Makiel is an internationally recognized and gifted dream worker, and in his book, Dream Guidance, he shows how one can connect and find guidance through our dreams. He travels extensively throughout Africa, Europe, and the United States, where he lectures on soul-oriented psychological topics. Well, it's an honor and a pleasure to have McKeel here with us today. Hello, McKeel, and welcome to The Pathway Show. Thank you, Donald, and it's such a pleasure to be with you and uh, explore uh, these uh, topics you've just uh, been addressing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I always like to start with a little bit of background about our guests and and uh, to learn a little bit about your own personal journey and how you got where you are with uh, your interest in dream work. What prompted you to get interested in dreams and seeking dream guidance? Well, it uh, it's like uh, uh, often uh, happens, uh, one stumbles uh, over something mm -hmm. and falls uh, uh, with the nose right under in the right uh, place. I was in uh, in the in a pit in my life. It was a dark place where I hadn't dealt well with the grief uh, about losing my father at the age of ten. Mm -hmm. Didn't have a sense of purpose and was in my early twenties, uh, somewhat uh, depressed and uh, and didn't know what to do. And by good fortune, uh, one of my roommates had a book of uh, by Carl Jung that described uh, a different worldview with synchronicity mm -hmm. and uh, also how dreams are ways of the deep mystery within to express itself. And that showed me where I was in my life, almost like a psychological x-ray. Mm. It also uh, showed uh, impulses, uh, characters in my life that uh, uh, where I was developing uh, into or towards. And by uh, following my dreams, I uh, had a lifeline out of the pit and mm. uh, life became so much better that I've uh, <laughs> held on to that lifeline uh, ever since. Mm. So interesting, isn't it, how sometimes uh, the challenges we face and the darkness that we face can also reveal some light for us and help us. Um, yeah. So uh, asking for dreams is actually a very ancient uh, practice and process, isn't it? Can you tell yes. us a little about that? I mean, it goes back to the Greeks and native traditions, and you talk about that in your book, Dream Guidance. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about uh, the ancient history of dreams, and then you actually went to Greece to follow through the actual process uh, uh, that was done in the Greek temples. Is that not right? That, that, that is correct. So this, this, this notion that there is some help available just in general in life yet uh, also especially in dreams is very old and comes back in any tradition and people have noticed that we sometimes get uh, a uh, proactive uh, helpful dream yet if we turn towards the dream we can ask the dream or the source of dreaming or a character in the world of dream for support and guidance and that is this uh, old technique that uh, is called dream incubation where you ask your dream a question before you go to sleep in order uh, for you to have a helpful dream and uh, indeed uh, uh, I uh, explored this, that technique through all these traditions and one is that I uh, went to Greece because they had uh, between 500 before Christ till 500 after Christ in a period of a thousand years about 300 temples, the temples of Asclepius, where people would go on a pilgrimage to mm. uh, get healing, very often a physical healing, 
it also came with spiritual questions and uh and 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 went on the pilgrimage uh were at the temple got a dream in the in the in the temple itself and then worked on that dream and uh, and and had uh, surprising uh, results based on the uh, um, uh, little research of the little uh, uh, um, votives that uh, are there uh, expressing uh, gratitude to uh, to Asclepius. Mm. So when you went there, was there somebody to take you through that process? Or how did you know what to do? Yes. Now I, uh, I I mainly uh, did uh, did a lot of research on uh, in the books. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of of, of rather theoretical, dense books describing almost uh, from a, from a historical perspective the steps that people went through, and so I just yeah. mimicked uh, myself uh, that journey of uh, of the pilgrimage and doing rituals and sleeping, dreaming, and and then working on the dream. Did, did anything special happen to you while you were there in your well, dream yes. life? Yeah, well, what, 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 what I really noticed is how great it was to be in a place where people for thousands and thousands of years had uh, uh, honored the same uh, mm -hmm. wisdom in the dream as that has become so, uh, so important to my life. So I felt I was part of a tradition and being being having a sense of being part of a tradition was just in itself uplifting well it's very beautiful it's like an initiation too isn't it yeah yeah beautiful uh, beautiful scent yes yeah you know you mentioned uh gratitude there um and it's kind of interesting i found that uh your what you talk about in your book about how important it is to bring a sense of gratitude to your dreams can you talk a little more about that, about why that's important? In other words, it's the idea that um, dreaming isn't, uh, to ask for guidance, isn't as self-centered as we might think. Like, I want to, you know, I want to hit the lottery or, mm -hmm. <laughs> or something like that, right? But that it comes from a place of gratitude that it's more uh, effective. That, that is right. It is really a, an, an, an participation with the source of life. And... Uh, uh, as we all uh, sooner or later st start recognizing the source of life is so much larger than us and has its own uh, uh, movement. So sometimes the source of life takes us uh, in directions that uh, we uh, probably would or we for sure wouldn't have uh, have have decided on. yet uh, um, so it is it is very relational dream uh, dream work and uh, the source of life is it's much larger than us. So we're we're even a little bit uh, dependent upon where that flow is going, mm. and uh, and instead of having this self-centered, how can this serve me? How can we work together? How can uh, I uh, uh, serve life, and how can life help me live well? And uh, feel a sense of gratitude for its support is uh, is really good for the relationship. Well, I love the idea that you're saying that uh, dream work is relational. And uh, so it's relational, not well to the mystery or the source or to our ancestors or whatever we can draw upon. Can you share a little more about how, in what ways you feel uh, dreams can bring us into relationship? Well, I think that uh, um, uh, uh, in, a, in a lot of levels, the dream is really a world we uh, find ourselves in. 
in that world, we, uh, we do meet uh, ancestors from time to time. And uh, there are also other characters living in the dream world, uh, mm -hmm. which you referred to in the beginning, the genius or uh, the spirit guide or the diamond or the divine twin who uh, has an interest in uh, supporting us. And so there are characters living in the dream world that we can relate to. Mm. And uh, so we have a relationship to these uh, visible, invisible beings that are with us. And, are, are they uh, part? Yeah. Are, are You mentioned the diamond and that's D-A-I-M-O-N. Yes. Uh, I know you mentioned that the, the Romans called this the inner genius. Yes. Um, is Is that part of us or is it just part of the larger source of all being well the the, the old idea that? is that uh, that we come into the world and that there's uh, that we've been uh, allocated one or multiple of these uh, genie these uh, spirits that uh, form both a sense of our quality our talents mm -hmm. but also are on the lookout for us to make sure that we stick somewhat to our life journey Mm. If we get uh, uh, off track too far, they uh, start knocking at uh, our door, which maybe we could uh, experience as uh, symptoms, as anxiety or depression. Mm. Uh, so they're, they're, they're thought to be uh, having consciousness of their own and being separate from us. But uh, uh, at the same time, maybe if we would imagine that we are away from the ocean, then they are a big fish that swims very close to our wave, looking out for our wave, but mm. uh, are, are also still within the larger ocean that we could call the Tao or the self or God or the divine or the unconscious. Yeah. So this is fascinating. So the this uh, inner genius, is this something that as children we more naturally connect with, do you think? Yeah, I think that as children, uh, most of us are, are more imaginative. Mm -hmm. And imagination is really a way of being in the world of dream or in the unconscious or mm. in the sea. And so we're having much, we're, we're, we're better attuned to what else lives there and engage in a more natural way with it. And then in a rational sense, we become a little bit too much obsessed with being a wave and being the best wave possible and the biggest wave and all kinds mm. of things about just the wave. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and usually till we uh, uh, fall into trouble, we start, uh, we start at once noticing, oh, there's some dynamics underneath that are much larger than me little wave that influence totally where this wave is going. And how can I live in accordance with this larger mm. ocean so that uh, I give expression to it? And usually that gives a sense of meaning and purpose. Yeah. And and so you've worked with people who maybe uh, were not sure maybe what direction they were going in or how to get over grief, for example. And how yeah. how do you use this in your work with with clients or just with people who come to you? Well, I, uh, I often work with dreams and dreams uh, portray an, a kind of a psychological x-ray of the territory. So mm -hmm. once the wave knows where it is somewhat, what kind of weather there is, what kind of patterns are underneath, it, it can start uh, aligning itself more accurately to its external and internal circumstances. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard to really figure it out 
uh, uh, unless you look at dreams. There's more ways, but dreams just give a great psychological X-ray where a person is, and mm. then a person can uh, can start uh, asking these uh, the larger awareness or these uh, the, the inner genius uh, questions on how can I deal better with grief? How can I uh, love myself more uh, more deeply? How can I find a partner? What is a way that I can bring my talent into the world? You say that it's, um, I love those questions. And uh, so I, you say it's very important to, to get the right question. Yes. Can you give an example of what might be the, a wrong question? <laughs> yeah, uh, wrong questions are uh, questions that uh, are not really relevant to, to the direction uh, uh, of the wave. So if the wave would say, uh, what is uh, uh, the wave uh, 10 waves further uh, uh, doing uh, today? The, the ocean might think, well, don't worry about that. You, you worry about uh, uh, how, uh, how to give uh, form to the wave. So that would translate, for example, if I would say, what did my neighbor have for dinner last night? <laughs> Not relevant. <laughs> and, uh, and, so if you're uh, having, oh, go ahead. Yeah, there has been research at Harvard University that uh, looked at this technique and they noticed that uh, questions that had to do with medical nature or personal emotional relevance, they were answered. Questions that are too abstract, not relevant, didn't get answered. That's really interesting. I personally have had some dreams that uh, told me what to do health-wise to mm -hmm. um, transform something uh health issue i was having yeah so it's it really surprised me actually how specific it was too and what i needed to do isn't that interesting and i think that is uh, uh one of the advantages that of course we have to visit the outer doctor but there's an inner mm. doctor and all these traditions have noticed that throughout uh, history that uh, somehow knows what uh, uh, and sometimes answers it. What is good for us to do? What to eat? Uh, how to sleep better? What kind? How to solve a medical issue? And uh, and we can uh, we can turn towards and its advice is for free. And we dream every night. And it's just how do you engage with it that uh, will increase the likelihood of getting a good response? Yeah. Um, there are so many ways that I think people could connect with that inner genius to help them maybe with relationships or with loss, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. you know, difficult things in their life to get, maybe to give them some hope. Yes. M many, many ways lead to uh, the genius and, uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and, and it all starts with really knowing, Hey, there is something, there's some intelligence living inside or outside mm. of us. And, uh, and then, uh, we can pray, we can meditate, we can dance, and dreams is another form uh, that gives a really great uh, relationship and connection to this genius. Mm. And uh, yeah. And but, you know, I wanted to uh, just touch upon, uh, I had mentioned in the introduction that you started this young platform mm -hmm. from a dream that you got. Uh, what is the background there? What was going on? In your life at the time, had you incubated some kind of uh, a dream for that? 
No, I was uh, I was in a in a phase in my life that I didn't really know what to uh, what to do next, and mm-hmm. uh, um, so that was the maybe the, a little bit larger context. And then at night I had a dream in which I uh, in the dream I saw the house of Carl Jung in uh, in Zurich at the lake, and he was uh, and I was uh, above the lake of Zurich and I saw how he was building a square concrete platform that was new and attached to his yard. Uh, and in the water and uh, and then uh, Jung in the platform disappeared and a voice behind me said now you have to draw it identical to how it was mm. and I thought I can draw but had in the dream a pencil in my hand made a line and then I uh, <laughs> woke up and I and I took that as a suggestion uh, or almost a mandate to uh, draw build create a platform for Jung and post-Jungian psychology that builds further on Jung, but it's not dogmatically Jung. And it's like Jung looking at all these traditions uh, that take into account a soul or an unconscious from around the world and offer that uh, in an accessible form to the general public. Well, that's a beautiful story. And it and it, it kind of um, focused you into doing something, into taking action, into something that has really had a very positive benefit. I mean, tell us a little about the Jung platform. How many different teachers and programs do you have? I've been on the site and it's, it's a beautifully put together. Yes, thank you. Yeah, we have already uh, over 150 programs with uh, some of the best uh, Jungian uh, teachers or teachers in, uh, in spirituality and psychology, uh, ranging from how to work with dreams, how to become lucid in dreams, uh, Jungian co- concept as shadow work and archetypes and synchronicity, anima, animas, and uh, and really uh, programs that uh, in in a pragmatic way can help people get further on their own life journey, provide them with per- perspectives and tools. Yeah. And uh, African shamanism, Buddhism is in it, and uh, and didn't you have? Uh work with an uh, an African shaman on dreams as well? Yes, we. I, I worked for several years with a, a man uh, called Malidoma Somme. And uh, as I was born in uh, South Africa, I mm-hmm. uh, somehow resonated with the African uh, indigenous tradition uh, and, and how they do did healing. And I, and, uh, and I worked in South Africa, but also with, uh, with this man Malidoma Somme, who came from Burkina Faso and learned uh, uh, the shamanic view and even uh, uh, the way they do healing and how they think about dreams. And we have great programs with this man also on, uh, on our platform on African wonderful. shamanism and gift and purpose. Yeah, wonderful. So you have studied dreams from all different cultures and you kind of coalesced all that and created a five-step method for getting dream guidance or incubating information from the mystery within uh maybe we have enough time for you just to share those five uh basic steps with the audience yes so what uh uh, the step one is really uh uh uh, recognizing acknowledging that there's some question alive in Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. and uh, we all live different questions and uh, recently there was a man who uh, had been divorced uh, for a year wanted to go back and dating and he said I really want to have a a life partner. So that was his first step, recognizing, hey, I have this desire. What is this question? 
this yeah in me this, yeah. this heartfelt question take yeah. a question that is really relevant maybe even a question you don't dare to ask and mm. uh, uh because those are important those are important questions to uh, to a person and then step two is phrase the question in a good way uh, make it open-ended uh, ask one question at a time uh, two will give a very convoluted dream answer and so this man was thinking about it and he first thought gosh i want to have a life partner but what i really want to figure out is what is my biggest blockage in dating because mm. if i solve the blockage i probably get to that life partner so he wrote down the question and then step three is a ritual in which you spend some time communicating to your genius or to the larger awareness that uh, you would like to have an answer to this and this is meaningful to you and then the whole sense of relationship comes back in so this man uh, took the time to make a drawing and he, he drew a heart with a question mark on it mm. and then he wrote on that piece of paper uh, so yeah so you and you mentioned earlier when you were in, in the Greek temple that you had a votive like a candle. Yes. A votive yes. candle. So you could draw something like this man drew a heart with a question mark. You could probably do a collage. You could dance. You could. So the ritual could take many forms. Right. The, it all these traditions I that I studied had very specific rituals, but they were very different. And I I Wonderful. really came to the to the insight that it's not about which. Uh, a ritual you do but that you do a ritual that is heartfelt and that fits with you so maybe it's dance and you want to have a candle and you want to do a prayer or you want to just walk around the house and, 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 and contemplate on it and find a little object so spend some time and, 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 and create that relationship as if you are really having a relationship with the larger awareness mm. and how do you do that on, in your Beautiful. specific way yeah yeah and then to briefly finish it step four is go to bed meditate for a minute on the question because it's really helpful uh fall asleep dream and step five is write it down because you will forget most of your dreams mm. so write it down so have a work on it. piece of paper and a pencil or something there that you can super important yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, it, it, it still once in a while happens to me that i think oh well, we'll remember this in a half an hour later so it's like Ooh, what did I dream? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's a very um, straightforward way of doing that. When your uh, step four again was uh, ask meditating right before bedtime. Yeah. So step three is really uh, write it down. Step four is go to bed, meditate in bed for a minute or two, and then uh, sleep. And uh, step five is write down your dream and, uh, and and work on it. Yeah. What if you have a dream that's uh, disturbing? Uh, you've asked a excellent question. You have a disturbing or a frightening dream. Of, what do you the, do with the, that? The, those are really important dreams. That's mm. usually because the information and and uh, for your solution for your problem uh, comes from an uh, from a place you didn't see it coming from. Uh, yet, uh, and you're a bit afraid for it, which is not uncommon. But uh, it, it probably uh, the disturbing dream or the nightmare has uh, has gold in it, like uh, the the dragon that has the diamond uh, in its head. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, make sure you write it down, and then uh, and in the book I also give some suggestions on how to work with your dream. 
So instead of asking the question, what does it mean? Ask the question, uh, what is happening? Because then you have a, you, you don't need to have symbol knowledge. You just write out mm -hmm. what is happening. And for example, the dream that this man had that asked, what is my biggest blockage in life, in dating life, had a dream in which he was driving in a tunnel and he saw a, a, a mountain lion. When he came a little closer, he said, oh no, it's a beautiful tiger. And I got really scared. I slammed on the brakes and I backed out. And when he asked the question, what is happening? He noticed that uh, he said, I'm driving, I'm moving through life. And when I see something that's really beautiful and I, I'm getting really scared, I back mm. out. Oh, and then, that's he, and then he could map that against his dating life. And Yeah. Oh, fascinating. Well, thank you, Mikhail. Um, I would love to talk longer. There's a lot more we could explore, but we've run out of time today. Let's be sure to tell our listeners about your website, youngplatform.com. That's J-U-N-G platform.com. And that's where you can learn more about Mikhail's work. For those who tuned into the Pathways show late, this is your host, Donald Altman author of several books on mindfulness, including my newest, the Simply Mindful Coloring Book and Simply Mindful, a seven week course and personal handbook for mindful living. Information about my courses, books and CDs can be found at mindfulpractices.com. In a second, I'll tell you how you can rewind and replay this interview whenever you want via the internet or as a free podcast. Today, we've been visiting with dream expert and author, McKeel Clerk. I want to say thank you to all our listeners for tuning into Pathways, which is broadcast and streamed via KBOO-FM Sunday mornings at 8.30 USA Pacific Time. Podcasts of today's show, which you can listen to and forward to others, are available for free at divination.com, spelled D-I-V-I-Nation.com, as well as via iTunes and other free podcast servers. This is Donald Altman along with Pathways host Paul O'Brien, reminding you to tell your friends about Pathways radio and podcasts. Thanks again to McKeel Clerk and to all of you listeners for tuning in and being a part of the Pathways conversation. <laughs>